Org. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Condon, hour number two. Welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. You want to win tickets to see Iowa basketball next Thursday, a week from tonight. Hoosiers in town, 8 o'clock tip at Carver. Uh, you can go to the Miller and Condon Twitter page. There there you'll see the question, uh, how many points will be scored? Total points, both teams tonight, Wisconsin and Iowa. It's closest without going over. Whoever gets the number first, meaning if it's 141 and there's two of you with a buck 41, uh, whoever claimed that number first, they will win the tickets. At 8 o'clock, the contest closes. Period. No 801s, no rule changes, nothing. You're done at 801. Two tickets. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net, East 29th Street in Des Moines, and 8th Street in Altoona. Wisconsin, Iowa tonight. To help us talk about it is our friend, who's about to get a lot busier on this radio program. Uh, Wade Looking Bill joins us. Hello, Wade. Trent and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Guys, thanks for having me. This is definitely basketball indoor weather that we're having. You know what? I couldn't agree with you more. I love uh, there's one saving grace for Jan. Yeah, it's true. But January gets uh, the Big Ten and Big Twelve get us through. Uh, Let's look back before we go forward. Uh, Maryland clawed their way back into that basketball game, but Iowa found a way to shut the door and and uh, prevail in the end. Um, look, it wasn't the prettiest of games, um, but the, a win's a win, as I said earlier, with Iowa State and Texas Tech, and the Hawks got that one after giving up the, a big lead to Maryland. Yeah, and you know, it's something where, where Maryland's down, and you know, they just they have a lot of chaos they're dealing with. I'm so just still shocked that they fired Mark Turgeon, and they got Danny Manning mm-hmm. now trying to coach the team, but but they still got some dudes. They got some of those. D.C. top 100 types of kids. They still got players. And even though, you know, Iowa didn't beat them by, you know, 17 points or run away with it, but a win's a win. And I think we're going to see that all year long in the Big Ten, whether you're at home or on the road. It is You will value and be appreciative of every win you get. Down the stretch, uh, we saw a lot of Connor McCaffrey. He played, uh, I want to say, something like 12 last 13 minutes of the game. Didn't do anything offensively, at least as it pertains to scoring, but a lot of talk afterwards about what he did defensively, getting guys in the right spot after they were kind of chucking up against that zone and making plays there. He got guys in the right spot. When you look at Connor, we know about the limitations offensively, but take us a little bit deeper. What he does to help a team out that doesn't show up in the stat sheet. You know, he just he just gives them that, that edge. You know, we talked about it in the past, and Iowa's got a lot of really good kids, nice kids. Aaron White, Jared Utah, Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. But you need some guys that are they're not afraid to mix it up. Right. I think that's one of the big roles that Connor plays. And he's hurting. You know, he just does not look the same. He looks like he might be a little bit heavy than he was, heavier than he was in the years past. And I, I, I heard it's just it's worse than even people let on just what he's dealing with. But he he is a big part of this team. And I know, you know, he's he's not gonna shoot it great and all the talk about the entry pass last 
last year, his entry passes and the guards were so good, but he still has a role on this team. And, you know, if, if he gets 20 minutes a game, I think that's, that's terrific. And he can still provide a spark just with that toughness. No, wait, I don't know. Speaking of Garza, we'll just uh, uh, deviate away from tonight's game for just for a second. Have you seen... Yeah, I mean, how about yeah. that, right? He's he's going to have an NBA career. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just something, the game has changed so much. And you watch some of these NBA teams, they're shooting 53s a game. And with the big man, it, it used to be pick and roll. You right. used to set a pick, yep. you know, and then you would roll to the basket and try to get the ball inside with a lob or just a power, you know, a power move inside, and now, and now it's pick and pop, and it's pick and pop, and you better be able to shoot the three. And you know the game has changed so much, and that's why Joe Wieskamp has a role in this NBA. I've, wherever he's at, Doug McDermott, those guys that are six, seven, pretty good athletes. I mean, Doug McDermott is not a stiff. Joe Wieskamp is an athlete, and they're long. And that's the same with Luca. You know, he's got his body; he's lost that weight. He's not going to be able to go inside and bang down low but you don't have to anymore and he had 20 and 14 in in the nba their night for for a, a detroit team that is you know again struggling mightily but he's going to be there for a long time yeah, i think he's too and i wouldn't have said that found a role yeah. that's what you need to do yeah. well keegan murray he's certainly going to have a role going Ooh. forward coming into this season up, him and johnny Ooh. yeah you know we we knew there were expectations there was some buzz nba draft people we knew were enamored by keegan murray what he's done this season Certainly exceeds my expectations. How about you, Wade? Well, yeah, and the the one knock that he had this year was he wasn't shooting it great from three, and I think he was five for six from three the other night. You know, he just shows glimpses where he'll come down the lane kind of on a semi-fast break and just, just dunk on somebody that looks like, you know, it's just it's unbelievable. And I think he's just scratching the surface. Now, I was messing around last night, and I saw, like, he's projected to be the or maybe Johnny Davis was projected to be the eighth pick in the draft, and Keegan's the ninth pick. We still got to slow down a little bit. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said for can he go on the road at Rutgers or, or at Michigan State and get 22? You know, you saw Jaden Ivey the other night get get a little, a little bit of foul trouble, and, and he struggled against this Wisconsin D. But boy, Keegan is just at every game. You know, it's just he's better every night out. It's it's awesome perfect to watch. It really is. Uh, Chris didn't have his best game uh, on Monday night. He uh, struggled against Maryland. And look, they're going to need both of them, right? Keegan's a given, but Chris needs to hold up his end of the bar. I'm not saying he needs to be in double uh, figures every night, but you certainly need more than what he gave you on Monday against Maryland. Well, they they just can't rely on Keegan to get 35 right. a game. I mean, they right. have to have, you know, Bohannon's got to get mm-hmm. some. I think Rebracha's getting better. Yep, you know, he too. had he had his best game, I think, against Maryland. He's just a kid that you know he's six eight and a half, and in the in the Summit League, he could jump hook guys and power move guys to the basket. But you just can't do that here in the Big Ten because because everybody's two inches taller, and now they're thirty pounds stronger than in the league you came from. Now he's getting it figured out. I, I think he's something that he's got to you know get ten or twelve. Patrick's got to get ten or twelve, and then if you look at Wisconsin, they're the same team as Iowa. Johnny Davis is has the same game as Keegan. You know, Brad Davison is similar to Jordan Bohannon mm-hmm. just in, in, in tenure and kind of what they bring. But with with Wisconsin, they've got a little more size. they got a seven-footer. That, that's, that's the one thing that really worries me tonight is that, you know, can Iowa, I don't think they have to win the battle on the boards. I think they got got rebounded against Maryland by four or five, but they got to at least almost break even. 
And, you know, you look at the games they've lost, Iowa State, they were terrible on the boards. Illinois, they were ridiculously bad on the boards. They have to at least break even tonight. We saw Jordan Bohannon, and we've seen that this year. When it's not working, Fran's willing to put him on the bench and not just try to let him shoot out of it or or do those types of things. But if it's not there for Bo, all right, then we're going to go to the bench. We're going to bring in Tony Perkins. That two-guard spot for Iowa, how it continues this year and – it feels like there could be a little bit more from Bohannon. Maybe it's tonight where he started his career with that big shot against mm-hmm. Wisconsin. What do you thought overall in the sixth season for Jordan Bohannon? Yeah, it's just, it, it, it is strange. You know, I, I just look back to my senior year and I was ready to be done. Now, yeah. I had a lot of things going on off the court with the, you know, the tragic death of, of Chris Street, mm-hmm. but I, I was just ready to be done. It's, it's a grind. I mean, it is, it is awesome. It is terrific playing. Big Ten college basketball, but it, it wears you out and it beats on you. And I just, you know, I don't know if it's if it's the fire isn't there or just something. I keep I keep waiting for him to have, you know, eighteen and and, and a half where he makes five threes again. And, and 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 he's had a couple games like that. And and maybe it's maybe it's now the conference road games. I think Jordan's better on the road. I I, I think he loves that being the antagonist yep. and just the person that that fans seem to hate, which um, so I think he'll be better tonight, especially with all the Wisconsin connections with, with his family. But, you know, I, I think Fran's been good. And if, if Jordan doesn't have it, Tony Perkins has been really good shooting free throws and just brings more athleticism. It's just that point guard spot. with and I, I love Joe T, but well, he's just got to kind of still slow it down a little bit. Yeah, thought he played well the other the other night against Maryland, but I agree with you. He does get a little bit out of control. Hey, wait, help us out with the conference overall. Who's a team kind of lingering in the middle of the pack? Uh, Trent and I were just blown away yesterday. We like sports wagering, uh, on, and we were shocked to see Purdue is now the third favorite at Bet Rivers to win this thing behind Michigan State uh, and Illinois. And I still think Purdue, when it's all said and done, uh, will take their place on the top of the conference. But they've got two losses. Is there a team? Is there a school out there that's you know in the middle of the pack that's maybe a dark horse, maybe better than you thought that they were going to be? Don't sleep on blank. Yeah, I've I've always liked Rutgers. Me I just too. think they got they got they got some dudes. They got tough kids mm-hmm. from you know Jersey and and in the city of New York and that East Coast. Um, you know, and Ron Harper. You know, last year he was thirty pounds overweight. He's huge, He's twenty pounds overweight. Yes, you know? but, but he had thirty and fifteen against Purdue. I mean, it's it's bizarre that he could even get up down the court. But he's a good player, yeah. and they Gio were Baker. up even against Geo Baker. I don't think he played against Purdue, I forget now. I was watching that game, but I like them a lot. They got that big kid in the middle. Yep. I can't pronounce his name. No, he's, he's, he's a rim protector. I looked that, him up. He's you know, from Nigeria. He's a with, sophomore, yeah. and he's, he's just new to the game. Yeah. Dunks everything. He didn't yes. play much last year. Right. Dunks everything. That pick and pop and the lob and that white kid with the headband. I mean, yeah. so I, I like them. It's just it's just the Big Ten. Can you go 10 and 10? You know, that's with Iowa. You know, And I don't know if it's going to be tonight. I, I, it's going to be a tough one, but can they go eight and two at home and two and eight on the road? You know, and I don't know the schedule well enough who they play on the road, but there's got to be a place where they go into Rutgers and get a win if, if they play them, mm-hmm. or go into Indiana, who's struggling right now, and get a win. But even Northwestern's no gimme. They had Michigan State almost beat the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's seven and three and three and seven or eight and two and two and eight. But they got to get to ten and ten. They don't have the off the uh, preseason wins like even Iowa State does. 
they, I, I think it's 10 and 10 or else they're not getting in. Yeah, and looking at the projected uh, schedule the rest of the way after Wisconsin tonight, got a week off, and you get that kind of mini-bye here early in the conference season. Next Thursday, Indiana, back-to-back roadies at Minnesota Rutgers. Got to win at minimum yeah. one of those games, maybe both yeah. of them. Home for Penn State, Purdue, and then it's Penn State again. This stretch here, this one very well could be the difference between them being an NCAA tournament team, stacking up some wins, or being the outside looking in. This and and you know what they're they're probably getting Wisconsin at at a perfect time because yes. they had yeah. they had to go to Purdue yep. which is travel and it's a hard place to get into weather's bad now they got to come back you know they just beat beat the number three team in the country now they got Iowa so maybe a little bit of a letdown but you know Iowa's just got to get in there and jump on them right away one mm-hmm. place where Iowa's been unbelievable this year is is turnovers you know they scored eighty points against a Maryland team that's long they got athletes with only seven turnovers. And I think they're only averaging eight or nine turnovers a game. So if they can keep that down, I think they got to make, you know, eight, nine, maybe even ten threes and just try to get something from Patrick, from Rabracha, mm-hmm. and Jaybo. They, they, they got to get something, you know, they got to get 30 from from those three players somehow at least, and maybe he's 35. Yeah, come, come by. I, I agree with you. Patrick, what did he have the other night? A handful? I don't think too many more yeah. than that. Robracha, I agree with you. I thought that was maybe his best game of the year, but you just can't rely on Keegan. Chris has to step up. Um, and Bohannon. Yeah, Keegan, Keegan at 35. Right. If, he, if he has 27, which is an unbelievable game, they get beat. Right. You know, So they, they, they just can't rely on him to get Again, thirty-five every night. They they got to get Asking something a lot. else from, from your guys. Yeah, for sure. But it, it'll be a good one tonight. That you know they they do not like Jordan Bohannon up there at all. Mm. And uh, you know we'll see. Good test. You didn't didn't get to play at the Cole Center. You played at the old UW uh, Fieldhouse. That thing was a yeah. dump. I went to a couple of games there. Uh, uh, Michael Finley came in. Yeah, embarrassed us. Ooh. Richard Griffin yeah. and company, that young group, yeah. is yeah. Uh, they were finally getting yeah. things turned around with Bennett. Big kick on it. Yeah, they uh it's a different program than certainly when you were playing, but what was the Iowa-Wisconsin basketball rivalry back then compared to what it is today? Oh, it's great. I, I, I think it's really similar. You know, it's just Wisconsin gets kids from Wisconsin, from Minnesota. Iowa gets kids from, you know, from Iowa and Illinois. So it's a lot of Midwest kids that you played against kind of growing up in that AAU circuit and those Midwest tournaments. It's just a lot of local kids, and there's – there's not a lot of love between those bordering states. You know, it's something where it, it, it's just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a rivalry on a smaller scale, but it's still that, you know, again, that bordering state, kind of that Civil War type of thing. And I expect Iowa to go in and play well. I, I don't know if they're going to get the win. There's, there's a lot of things that, that have to happen. Um, but this is, this is a better matchup for Iowa because Wisconsin, they will grind it out and slow it down. You know, you don't have to score – 92 points to beat Wisconsin, but you're going to have to guard. And that's the one thing where, you know, you think Iowa has struggled, you know, throughout throughout the years playing defense. Yeah, one of those Minnesota kids, Crowell, is that big seven-footer that you alluded yeah. to, sophomore. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Brad Davidson's from, uh, he's from some, Twin Cities or somewhere. Another Minnesota kid. They've done a good job. Yeah. And There's got, four of them on yeah. the roster. Yeah. I'm looking right now. Yeah. They've done a really yeah. nice job of tapping into that market and something that Gophers, uh, they need to figure that out in a big-time way. Hey, one final thing on the hardwood for you, Wade, and that is the point guard spot. Toussaint, I thought, played really well at times. Had a couple of careless turnovers, but overall, a really solid floor game. And then he doesn't play the last seven minutes of the game. They went with Euless down the stretch. He was able to get in the lane, make some plays defensively, so he stayed out there. How tough is that for a starter to all of a sudden 
not be part of the closing group in a tight game. Yeah, it's you definitely want to be out there. You know, it's it's not who starts the game, it's it's who finishes the game. And whether that's Connor McCaffrey or Aaron Eulis or Joe Toussaint, that's up to the coach. And I, I think Fran has done a good job that every game is different. You know, for whatever mm-hmm. he felt with Maryland, they needed rebounding and some toughness. So you bring in Connor, you know, maybe you need to, to speed up play a little bit. And that's that's Joe Toussaint. You know, one thing with Aaron Eulis, he's six four. He's a he's a bigger point guard than 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 what they have in, in Joe or even Jordan Bohannon. But every game's different. You know, it's, I think tonight it's just can they get rebound and. Who's a better rebounder, Aaron Eulis or, or Joe T? I, you know, probably Aaron. But um, with that size that Wisconsin has and the length, that's where Iowa's got it. Again, at least almost break even is is on the rebound. Wade, looking, Bill. Wade, thank you. We uh, will impose on you a week from today in advance of that uh, Indiana game. Wade, looking, Bill. Thank you for uh, for doing this for us. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Yep. Take good care. to talk to you. Wade, looking, Bill. So we talk a little Hawks in Wisconsin and Big Ten overall, and the number's three. Number is currently three. Mention FS1. It will be Stephen Bardo along with Kevin Kugler on the call oh, tonight. Good team. Good team. So three at DraftKings, by the way. Last night, three. Uh, last year, excuse me, three wins for Iowa. Beat them both in the regular season and the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. Winning streaks up to four for Iowa. You know, for how long it felt like Wisconsin had mm-hmm. Iowa's number in hoops. Mm-hmm. They've won four in a row now in this series. Give you that surprises more me, Trent. That's, yeah. That surprised me. Uh, I don't know. Year to year different. It is, yeah. It's pretty simple, right? They're not shooting the ball well outside of Davis and Davidson. Mm-hmm. Shut them down on the outside. Do your thing offensively. And they're going to have a chance in this game. Will we be talking about a dirty play by Davidson tomorrow? Oh, yeah. You can of course, right? Him, yeah. <laughs> is he going to punch somebody down low? Coming off his screen. Was it Connor that he got last year? Was it Connor? I think it was Connor that I think, he got. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Connor right, always was in the Connor. middle of things, too. I love that part about his game. Right. That's my, one of my favorite parts about the, this team is Connor McCaffrey and that, uh, that uh, attitude that he brings to the floor. Every team needs one. His defense has got to get better for Iowa, though. I just you say that about a lot of guys. Yeah. <laughs> Need to find a way to get some stops. Mm-hmm. Rebounding has been better since that Iowa State game. You can see that there has been a concerted effort to be better on that end. There's going to be long rebounds. You're going to give up long shots. It's going to happen. But they've been better at least there. And then what do you do inside? And especially if it is a game where Rebracha is either struggling or gets in foul trouble. He's been looking at a seven-footer. Well, not in the eye. Right, yeah. But that's what he's... Agundale... Is back available? I now? don't know. He wasn't on Monday. What's, right, I don't. know I haven't that. seen anything official about that. Yeah, I, could be a game. You might need him for maybe, a three for minute a few stretch. Minutes, yeah. yeah, for a few minutes. By the way, speaking of uh, numbers rankings, Iowa State defensively on Ken Palm is now up to number four. Yes, offensively, do you know where they are? One hundred four, hundred fifty first, hundred fifty first, one five one. Talk about two completely <laughs> opposite basketball teams. We talk about. You know what? You know what number I like when I look at Iowa State. Thirteen and one. Thirteen to one. That's a good one. That yeah, number four number. defense. Number one fifty-five. I see one fifty-five. One fifty-five. Iowa, the number three offense. One forty-one defense. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Mirror image. Uh, we are going to. I know. Um, and again, Iowa Indiana tickets available. Yes, Miller and Condon Twitter yes. page. Miller and Condon on Twitter. Um, 8 o'clock, the uh, the contest closes. Forgot what I was going to say, so we'll go to break. How about right. that? Miller and Condon back with uh, Chris, uh, with Tech, rather. We will talk a little bit more uh, on the national championship game. A little preview with Mr. Futek on that. You know, we've seen some um, 
and I get it, the the fatigue with with the SEC. Mm-hmm. If they're staying at four, do you have to win your conference? No. It's about getting the best four teams. It is, but it is that. But that's always not always, but a lot of times going to open up the door for SEC v SEC. It's not going to happen. You know why? Mm-hmm. Would you would you appease more people, more more college football fans, or do you need to? Because because the numbers won't be good on Monday night, Trent. I, I I truly believe that that the fatigue. I think it's real. It is, but would it be different if it was Clemson? No, 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 not this year it wouldn't be. Right. Uh, Cincinnati. If it was Cincinnati in there. Georgia. I don't think the numbers would be very good. No. Yeah, you know what? Probably not, right? No, it's about getting the best teams. Yeah. Georgia and Alabama are the best best teams. teams. They are the the two best teams. Uh, 11.25, Miller and Condon back with uh, Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Occurring this spring. The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live local. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on... DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. New customers bet just $5 on any football team to win their game. If they do, that's $200 in free bets. So let's wind down this season with a big win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on football with same game parlays. I love these things. And a chance for you to combine multiple bets of the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, of course, the more money you can win. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code KXNO. Bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro. And if they win, you get $200 in free bets. That's code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Iowa only, new customers only, and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, Call one. Building a better community doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work, dedication, and sacrifice. It takes a team, and it takes time. That's why for 75 years, we at NCMIC have been here working for you and with you. But this anniversary, we're not just looking back. We're focusing on the future, on building Iowa, on the better days ahead, and on how together we can all start taking the path forward. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Eleven thirty-five. 
30, Miller and Condon, welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trends play of the day. Circus Sports sponsors coming up here in about 20 minutes. He won't have Thursday football for the yeah. next 32 weeks, but who's counting? Stop bringing that up. You're making me sad over here. Uh, some breaking news. The Chicago Bears were ready to play Justin Fields at quarterback. That is no longer happening. He is out on the COVID-19 oh list. So after looking like we we're going to see him. Season's over. It is over for Justin Fields. So who will it be? Dalton or Foles? I would guess it'd be Dalton. Doesn't matter. No. Well, you're going to be there. No, we decided to take a pass. You did. We're just going to have a little couple getaway instead. Yeah, you know what? Good idea. Yeah, meaningless game. Right. Uh, Let's get to our friend Pete Fute at CollegeFootballNews.com. Pete, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Why on earth would you go to a Chicago Bears game willingly? <laughs> because I'm a Bears fan, and my wife's a Vikings fan. So normally we go up every year for the game up in Minneapolis. We had it on the agenda, and now we're going to take a pass and instead just do some other fun things and not watch that crappy football. See, I'm uh, I'm jaded at this point in my career in life. I, it, NFL football is so awesome on TV, and I'm so red zoned up. I have mm-hmm. no desire to ever actually attend uh, an actual NFL game and being around people and, you know, see it like that ever again. I, I'm good with TV. It's so much better that way. Yeah, you know, I'm the same way. I had season tickets when I lived in Denver in Mile High Stadium and it was shaking and I, I'm with you. I'm good. HDTV and uh, flipping around on the Sunday ticket in the red zone, if you got it, uh, that works just fine. Hey, let's, um, let's, let's do this. Uh, before we, before we look at the national championship, well, I guess there's two of them. I uh, will pick your brain because you, after all, you can wager on the uh, FCS championship. Uh, just bowl season overall, Pete. I know there's a lot of others, too many bowl games. I'm not one of them. I wish there was more. I was disappointed Christmas Eve. I wasn't able to sit in front of my TV. The kids are Grown up, empty nest, and watch Hawaii and Memphis go at it. But uh, overall, uh, your thoughts on the bowl season? I mean, look, remember what we got last year, where not only did were most of the games canceled, but the ones that were canceled were played were awful. Uh, I think the stat was there were twenty six bowl games last year, and like seventeen of them were brutal blowouts. So, using that as the standard. You know, actually, this one was good. You know, I, I, I know it got ugly at times and it got weird. And the debates about opt-outs and, uh, you know, the COVID problems and all that kind of cast a pall over some of these games, kind of showed a light and, and really sort of exposed just how disposable these games are. I mean, it's weird that college football has its exhibition season at the end. But okay. Uh, I am not a too many bowls game guy, not because I do this, but because of a strength in numbers sort of way where even the games that should be awful, sometimes they come up and they rise up and turn into something great. And some of these, you know, like, you know, guys really honestly had zero excitement to watch the Peach Bowl uh, with no Kenny Pickett or Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker. It turned out to be one of the best games of the yeah. bunch and mm-hmm. really entertaining. So uh, I, it was a good bowl season. I mean, now the problem, however – is that the college football playoff continues to be awful. Yeah. Uh, now, after doing this for eight years, you know, out of the 16 semifinal games, 13 of them were double-digit blowouts. We only, we only had three good college football playoff semifinal games, which hopefully we're finally due for a good national championship game, and I think we're going to get one. And it looks like we're going to get to that point. Look to the future and the college football playoff for the ACC. All right, Clemson wasn't there. How incredible it would have been for Pitt 
to be the 11 seed and get their shot against whoever it was. For the Pac-12, who hasn't been relevant now in six of the last seven years, doesn't it make sense for these conferences to just say, enough, yes, the SEC, they got a stranglehold if we go to 12, but guess what? they got a stranglehold right now. What are these conferences doing? It feels like they're, they're just causing problems that they don't need to at this point. They'll get there. You know, college football has a way of being like, no, 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 we're not going to do this. Also, I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it. And they flip a switch. Remember, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I say this lovingly because I know Bill Hancock and I know these the college football playoff people and everything. But if you remember, you know, there was a time when they literally put out a thing saying if you support a playoff and don't and want to get away from the bowl system, you're hurting the troops. Yeah. You know, like, and then all of a sudden, like, we came back later, okay, we're going to have a playoff. So I do think we're going to get there. Um, it's just going to take a while. In a 12-team format would be great. Look, it wouldn't diminish the regular season. It, 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 people forget it's really hard to actually finish in the top 12, and especially if you've got uh, at least seven of those slots taken up by automatic berths from uh, the, you know, the Power 5 Conference champions and the best uh, Group of 5 Conference champion. And then you only have five slots left, and it's all right as long as you have the top four teams get a – uh, a buy in the first round. They actually had a good format way to figure this out. But I, I hated the debate over, oh, should Cincinnati be in? Should Oklahoma State be in? Should like Baylor be in? Yeah, they should be in, all of them. We shouldn't be debating that. We should be debating seeds. And look, if you can't make a 12-team format, you'll be fine. And I do think they're going to get there because you're right. Like that Notre Dame-Oklahoma State game, that, that felt like a playoff game. You know, the, you know, the Rose Bowl felt like a playoff game. I mean, those, those could be so much bigger and better. And it would add more to the to the season, and and then the other part of this thing too to filibuster a little longer is that I do think that the final four would be better because if you get the an Alabama or a Georgia with a month off to rest up and and uh, prepare, forget it, you have no shot. But if you get them, you know, a week out, two weeks out, injuries start to kick in. I think then you start to potentially get better overall games at the end. Uh, let's uh, spend a minute on Montana State and NDSU. We're going to get that game. I think is it eleven thirty, eleven o'clock. It's er- it's early Saturday. It's before the two yeah. NFL uh, games that will uh, re- oh, that will bring the curtain down at least on uh, on the beginning of week eighteen. I watched the Montana State South Dakota State game and was completely entertained watching that game. Um, this is the the setting for it, and I saw a quarterback by the name of I'm saying, I think I'm saying his last name right, Tommy Malott, uh, a local kid from Montana. I, I read more about his story. I mean, just a just a baller, right? Just a gym rat, and he's getting a chance for his home state to play. I love his story personally. I'm hoping he caps that story with a with a championship and picks off the Bison. Montana State, North Dakota State. Your your thoughts. Uh, because this is usually, these games are usually either complete and utter blowouts one way, or they turn out to be kind of shocking. I, I'm, it's a lot of points to be given away in terms of what really matters in this is that, uh, I, I'm still going to say North Dakota State just because they're just a better overall team. Uh, but I do think it's going to be close. Look, they, this is, this is not the North Dakota State of past years where they would just come out and, you know, destroy everything in its path, at least at this point in the season. Uh, I do think this is going to be a fight, and I think Montana State's going to keep this close, and it will be an entertaining enough game to, to, to at least flip on before we get to the NFL stuff that everyone really wants to watch. We know that as soon as it goes final, Georgia, Alabama, mm. Pete, I'm sure you're not going to be alone, but everybody's going to come out with their too early, 
top 25 for next season. So want to localize it here. I'm sure if you're working on one, you're already getting deep into it. Iowa has a chance to return nine starters, maybe 10 on both sides of the football if Linderbaum actually would come back for a final season. Not Iowa yet, Hawkeyes, but okay. Well, and he's a different cat. He's a different cat. I'll just put it that way. It's probably 90-10, but there's still a chance. Anyway, Iowa's going to return a lot of starters on both sides. They still need a quarterback. Do they... Are they on the cusp of your preseason top 25 for next year? I'm going to be brutally honest. I haven't even looked. There's no point until the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, good yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, I, without even looking, I'm just going to say Alabama and Georgia are going to be good. <laughs> and Ohio State's going to be yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but the, the problem is, where does Caleb Williams land? Yeah. You know, where do we, you know, what does Lincoln Riley put together right away at USC? You know, who is coming back? And, to me, I, I will do a top preseason top twenty-five just because that's you know what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, but part of the problem is again, it it might be written in pencil totally because there's just no point until we know what's get, who's actually out. Like who is Lindebaum out? Like are where are all the uh, the top pro prospects going to go? We so to me, it's always kind of the process of first every year waiting until I, it's always like the third week of January when they have, like, yeah, I should know this, but the uh, the deadline to declare for early entry. Uh, and then, you know, again, we just, the dominoes go from there because, again, you can look at a team like uh, Oklahoma where uh, Dylan Gabriel was supposed to be, you know, the starter for a while there, and uh, USC, he's moving on from there. I mean, he's moving on. Like, we don't know where all these quarterbacks are going to land. So until we know that, it's kind of hard. But to your question, yeah, of course, I mean, you know, Minnesota comes back pretty strong. Uh, Nebraska, this is kind of time to actually work. They actually have a good coaching staff being put in place, and that's potential. Wisconsin's Wisconsin. They, they lose a couple parts, but they're going to get most of the main guys back. Uh, but for Iowa, you're right. I mean, they were able to get at least get to the Big Ten Championship last year. You can't move forward, though, unless you figure out some sort of offensive scheme that can do Something. You can't just rely on, can, does the defense get five turnovers? It, it, there's got to be something that works. And, you know, that was always kind of the bizarre thing about Iowa this year is you do have an NFL starting interior lineman uh, at a high level, and yet the offensive line was awful. They couldn't generate a lick of push for that running game all year long. And so, obviously, they figure that out. And assuming the defense can still do what it does this year, yeah, it's going to be a really fun team to watch in the West. Pete, well, uh, before we do get your pick on Georgia and Alabama, let's do the Big 12. I want to ask you about Baylor. Do you believe that this is a flash in the pan or Aranda has figured something out in Waco and, uh, and this Baylor team's going to, you know, maintain their place, at least where they are right now towards the, well, they're on top, but do they stay, you know, in that upper echelon of the Big 12 with what Aranda's doing? It depends on how fast Oklahoma gets it back under Brent Venables and if Sarkeesian really has this together at Texas fast. Uh, I kind of think that very, very soon Aranda's got to be looked at for one of the bigger head coaching jobs. And it, it, speaking of dominoes to fall on the real problems, again, we're trying to figure out preseason top 25. What if these all these you know Harbaugh rumors are true? You want to talk about Chicago Bears fans? That he might be there yep. next week at this time. I mean, yep. they're going to fire Nagy. And he would be probably guy number one that they would go looking at. And he's got his choice of any NFL open job he wants. And if that comes open, who's number one on the top of the list? If it's not Dave Aranda, who probably should have been the LSU head coach now, 
Uh, he's going to be up there. But to your, to your question, yeah, I mean, they've got a good system. You know, Aranda is a heck of a coach. Their defense is always going to be great. Uh, they've got the the guys on there who can ground, ground up. But, look, you know, at the end of the day, if Desmond Jackson can, you know, get that ball six inches close to the goal line, hmm. Oklahoma State's probably in the college football playoff. <laughs> and, you know, Baylor's a nice story. <laughs> Break it down. Georgia, Alabama, what do you got for us, Pete Futek? And Alabama, you thought, well, they're not going to be able to play the underdog role again. Here they are, three-point underdog. I hate doing this because I got it wrong last year, and I've always been wrong every time I've ever picked against Alabama. I know better than that. You do not pick against Alabama ever. Do it. Uh, do it. Do it. My, yeah, I'm sticking with my initial initial gut reaction that uh, this Georgia team that we saw against Michigan is the actual Georgia team. That's yep. the one from the regular season. That's the one. And I, and I do think it might have just been as simple in the SEC championship of that of Alabama needing that game and Georgia not needing it. Of course, Georgia wanted to win, but that was about as sharp as Alabama can possibly yep. play. Uh, the concern I'm going to have, and I will continue to have, is I still don't buy Stetson Bennett. And it's, he's great when they're winning and they're fine. He threw some. He was balling out. He sure was. Against, uh, uh, Michigan. He was fantastic. But there's also no stress. Like I. I that, that Alabama defense is going to be bringing it all game long, uh, but I do think that this Georgia defense is uh, the is the 2021 college football season. Uh, I do think this Georgia team is the team, and I'm going to stay with my first call from the very beginning of this whole thing. And you know, for it's the first time I think I've ever actually got the the college football playoffs in my final picks like very right. I'm always way wrong, uh, but on these ones I got, so I'm going to stick with my instincts and just say. This Georgia team we're about to see is the same one that's going to show up, at least defensively, that we saw last week at the Orange Bowl. You're 100% right, and you're on the right team. I'm, I couldn't agree with you. Wrong, Q-Tech. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, Pete. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not, saying, I'm not going against Alabama. This is a sheepish pick. I, I know better than going against Alabama. Yeah, and Stetson Bennett, I've, I've seen enough. I've, I've been knocking them all season long, but I'm on board uh, with Stetson Bennett this Monday night. Pete Futech, collegefootballnews.com. Pete, we'll talk to you in the weeks ahead. Thank you. You guys have a good one. You do the same. Pete Futek. We talk a little college football. Uh, see the athletic news, by the way? Uh, sold to the New York Times. Yeah, $550 million. So for the New York Times, what's the theory behind this? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just glad that our friends at the Athletic are going to get a paycheck, right. and the and the uh, subscription service that you and I both are huge fans of, because uh, well, that's where we go to consume our sports. Don't get too excited. I mean, you think it's going to change? Well, I hope not. You if it know. does, I'm out. You never know. I mean, that's good. That's true. That's true. For the interim, it's great, but it's it's great for the people that own the athletic. Yeah, that's who. It's so great you for. think that they maybe pare down a little bit because they've got so I, many writers. So, on the right. Yeah, I wouldn't be singing in the streets right now. They lost. What did I say? They lost twenty million dollars in the first quarter, or uh, in the trend. They're making at least. They've got over a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. Average three bucks a month, probably yeah. So that's three million a month times twelve. Then you're, 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 I mean, obviously their travel, yes, which is a huge nut. Salaries, another huge nut. I just hope it, I hope it survives because I think that you know, there was some fear there. Because what is this ultimately for the New York Times? Is it just getting everybody's credit card I information? Don't know. And all right, here's the New York Times for oh, to it. subscribe to the uh, right. I see. A two-for-one deal. Right. Subscribe to The Athletic, we'll throw you The Times. Or subscribe to The Times, we'll throw mm-hmm. you The Athletic. 
And you got all these people, the million of people already yeah. on file with that credit card. Yeah. It comes around every year and you just automatically renew and you yeah. go on to the next year. And then, you know what? Well, boy, I could get the times for just an extra buck a month. Well, I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. Or vice versa. Your sports fan lives in New York, has the Times, which is a nationwide newspaper now. Mm-hmm. And uh, for an extra buck, yeah, I'll fill one the athletic and give that a shot, too. I'm going to guess that's the theory behind it, but mm-hmm. I would be still a little concerned. What's the end game ultimately for the New York Times with the athletic? We will uh, take our final time out, Trent's play of the day. Again, if you want to win tickets to see Iowa and Indiana a week from tonight at Carver, go to the Miller and Condon Twitter page. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net, has given us a handful of games uh, to give away tickets to. uh, We've got two tickets for this one. Go to the Miller and Condon Twitter page. Uh, Total points, closest without going over. You must be in by 8 o'clock or you're um, pick is thrown out. Whoever gets that number first claims that number. So if you're scrolling down, you had 141 in your mind, but it's taken, pick 140 or 142, whatever number that's not taken. If you get that number first, you own it. And if you get it right, you'll win two tickets to Indiana, courtesy of FullerDental.net on the Miller and Condon Twitter page. Play of the day next. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. KXNO. Market homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renters Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renters Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants and just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee, their professional landlords manage your property 24-7 so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com. That's renterswarehouse.com. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You can't buy happiness. Fitness.com. Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roofing. Are you? Get in on the app with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circus Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circusports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-8-Heating.com. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale. 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. 
presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Hi, Miller Condon. Final segment on a Thursday. Hawks, Wisconsin tonight. If you can't be in front of your TV, the game airs down the hall from us on News Radio 1040 WHO. Uh, 8 o'clock tip off for that one. Wisconsin at DraftKings, about a three point favorite. Depends where you shop, as we always say. Mm-hmm. Whether you're Bet Rivers, whether you're Circa, FanDuel, get that best number. And uh, I'm looking at Circa right now for our Circa pick of the day. And I have uh, a handful of picks. So yesterday it was one and two. I went three, three, and one overall with my seven college basketball games. That's losing money. Mm-hmm. Remember, there is juice involved. 500 does not get it done. 52.4% is what we're looking for. I got seven more games today. <laughs> I'm not going to give them all <laughs> Thank out you. here. Uh, one of them starts in just over an hour, though. I'm excited for that Loyola is there San TV? Francisco. It's on the WCC website, the West Coast Conference website. You can oh, watch no. it. Yeah, you can watch it on your iPad if you wanted. If it's tight, I'll maybe pop over mm-hmm. there for a moment. But yeah, unfortunately, no TV. And I'm grabbing the Dons plus the three against the Ramblers in that matchup. But no, for the games that really pertain tonight, I'm going to play Wisconsin. Though I'm not as confident as I was before the show. I've almost, as we've so talked here. So what's changed your mind? Uh, success a year ago. Uh-huh. The shooting issues from the Badgers. And just coming off that big win. Yeah, that's where that that would be where if I was getting off of it. There's there's a little kind of bit three of a letdown. Knocks, yeah. So I put these in this morning before the show today, so they're already locked in. But I'm second guessing myself on the Badgers. My favorite plays of the day, though, Colorado minus one and a half against Washington State. Washington State's okay. Colorado's okay. It's at Colorado. Play the one and a half. My favorite one, though, North Texas. Remember them a year ago beating Purdue in the NCAA tournament. Got a couple of starters back from that team. They played pretty well this year. They got UAB, who's good in their own right. But I'm going to play North Texas. That's my favorite bet of the night. Thank you to Circus Sports. All right, and that number is what? Uh, minus two. Minus two. Okay, that's the one I'll remember and grade you on tomorrow. North course, Texas, North the mean Texas. green. You know, so I was looking up Drake's schedule during the break because I just realized we haven't talked a lot about Drake. Mm-hmm. They, they don't play till next week. They've right. had, they got back-to-back cancellations. Supposed to play tonight. Supposed to play Saturday. And a freaking COVID, man. Yeah. Just running. Hey, what do you make about the Djokovic thing in Australia? The rules are the country's rules, right? Right, right. And that he got a waiver, and then people freaked out, as he should. You're all playing by a set of rules, The rules right? are the same rules. Yeah. It's not, even his home, it's not even his home country. Exactly. Look, I don't know how you can possibly beef. I really and truly don't. And if he's got a beef, I got a solution for him. Yeah, pretty easy one. Get poked. Yeah, and he doesn't want to. Okay, that's his right. But right. you know what? The rules are the rules. Like, I'm a Canadian citizen. I couldn't get in my own country for my mother's funeral. That's the that's rules. That's the rules. Right. You play by the rules. You play by the rules. I, I, I just heard... can't understand the backlash. No. Has there been real backlash, though? Well, there's a lot of folks on his and I get what it is. It's so is, this is yeah. such a divisive topic in our lives. It truly is. We're all sick of it. Mm-hmm. But the, the, it's the whole country, you just don't change it for one guy. I don't give a damn if you can, you know, if you're a good ten, and obviously he is. Right. As we look forward, and we're coming through a stretch here of a lot of positive cases, appearing to be much more mild yep. with this strain. But you look forward to the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. In its entirety. The Super Bowl. Yep. See, they make contingency plans. Did you see that? I did, yeah. And Dallas was a big one. Makes a lot of sense there. But contingency plans are there. Ultimately, 
we're going to be okay, right? Yes. We're learning. We're evolving. Yes. We're adapting. Learning to live with it. That's where we are. I think so. And I hope so. I do, too. It's uh, it's brutal. The overreactions on both sides. Yeah. Can't we just all meet in the middle? No, the answer, sadly, is no. I don't know. I, I wish that, that was, right. it was that easy. Anyways, we are out of time. Friday, uh, football Friday tomorrow. Mike Palm from Circa is going to join us. Certainly look forward to doing that. Sproul will be here. He's got another uh, date as far as calling Cyclone basketball. He will be on the call of the men's basketball when they take on Oklahoma. And our friend Tom Kaker, it's Claxon's Barbecue. Oh, baby, Friday will be here before we know it. That's going to do it. Murph and Andy, you won the Fanatics at 3. We're Miller and Condon weekdays from 10 to noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.